This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Today's episode is brought to you by cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to cars.com. It's magical. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of SV Nations, the Dream Shakes, the Dream Take podcast. My name is Mike Brown. Game 13 of the 2022-2023 regular season tonight. The Rockets lose yet again uh, at the New Orleans Pelicans. They dropped to 2-11 on the season. Interesting game tonight. Lots to unpack. Um, yeah, I mean, let's get to the let's get to the box score first and foremost. Um, if you guys would like to join the show tonight, hit that request to speak button. We will bring you up on stage. We can talk all things Houston Rockets. We can talk coaching. We can talk players. Dustin leads it off in the chat tonight. I can't believe how little Jalen got the ball in the fourth. Really bad. Dustin makes a great point there. Um, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm watching this game tonight, and the first thing that pops into my mind is the Rockets had a legit shot to win this game tonight. Uh, and I was watching the game on NBA TV, and the announcers are, you know, giving love to Jalen Green, which they should. I mean, Jalen Green was an absolute star tonight. How you don't get the ball to Jalen Green more in the fourth quarter, A, that's on the players on the court first and foremost. That's also on coaching. You know, it it comes down to coaching in the sense that you have to feed your hot hand, the hand that got you there to begin with. How do you not go to him more down the stretch? You know, you've got, you know, Eric Gordon taking dumbass shots. And look, I appreciate everything that Eric Gordon has done for this franchise, which I think is totally overvalued, to be honest with you. I mean, people who want to call Eric Gordon a Houston Rockets legend, you're a moron. Sorry, you are. 
if, if that's your take, if you're going to call Eric Gordon a Houston Rockets legend, you're an idiot for that take. I'm not calling you an idiot as a person. That's an idiotic take. If you're going to sit here and you're going to try and defend Eric Gordon as a Rockets legend, that's a moronic, idiotic take that you, is simply just not true. And I'm watching this game tonight, and I say to myself, you look at the box score. Josh Christopher plays six minutes tonight. Where has he been the last three games? You know, like why tonight are you playing him six minutes? Then tonight, all of a sudden, you're playing Boban Morjanovic for four minutes? How is Tari Eason only playing 21 minutes? And there it is. Yet again, Eric Gordon, 30 minutes tonight. He was a minus 15 while on the court. And I had every intention of coming on tonight, doing this show, and trying to be as happy and elated as I could win or loss but the bottom line is, y'all, you, I mean, outside of Jalen Green, I thought Jabari played well tonight. He had 15 rebounds. I thought defensively Jabari was very, very solid tonight. He hit the boards hard. You know, Jabari, I thought, played a really, really good game tonight. Um, Shen Goon, you know, all of the people, you know, yelling and screaming for Alper and Shen Goon, for his jersey to be lifted into the rafters tonight, they're pretty quiet. He had six points and three rebounds because he fouled out in only 19 minutes on the court, which, gee, shocker. You know, when he goes up against a big that gives him problems down low, he can't do anything but foul. Shocker. It's almost like somebody's been saying that since, oh, I don't know, the minute he's taken a step onto the court. He's not a legitimate center, y'all. And, and that was proven again tonight. Eric Gordon, 30 minutes for some unknown reason. 15 points, 5 assists. KPJ, 23 points, 9 of 16 from the field. He was a minus 28 tonight in his 34 minutes. I do give credit to Kevin Porter Jr. for going after Jose Alvarado, the the little pipsqueak who plays for the Pelicans, don't sit here and NBA TV wants to, their announcers want to tell me that he's good. I'll say Alvarado is not good. When you're losing to the likes of Jose Alvarado, you have a problem. No offense to Jose Alvarado and his family. He's not, he's not good. You know, like I, I he's fine. You know, but good for KPJ getting into it with him at the end and getting tossed. I loved it. I loved every second of that encounter because Jose Alvarado getting any sort of run as an impactful player of any sort of significance is ridiculous. The fact that they gave up, what did they give up to him tonight? 12 points in 20 minutes, five assists, three steals. Unacceptable. Beyond unacceptable for the Rockets. But that's what it is. Uh, let's finish the box score. We'll get to some takes. If you guys want to come on and talk with me, I am open line Saturday night. 
hit that request to speak button, come up on stage, tell me how you are feeling about tonight's 11th loss of the season. Usman Garuba, four points, six rebounds. He was pretty good tonight. KJ, nine points in 26 minutes, four of seven from the field. He had seven rebounds to go along with a, an assist. Uh, he did have three turnovers. Tari Eason, five points in 21 minutes. Boban Marjanovic, he had two points in four minutes. Josh Christopher was taken off of the milk carton tonight, six minutes, 0 of 2 from the field. It's a little difficult to get into a shooting rhythm when you're only playing once a month. Um, and uh, Deshaun Nix in 11 minutes tonight, uh, no points. He did have three rebounds. He had three assists and a steal, no points. Uh, for the Pelicans, Zion at 26. Brandon Ingram had 20. Larry Nance Jr. had 22. And the pipsqueak known as Jose Alvarado, 12 points. Now, Rockets playing tonight without uh, Jay Sean Tate. They're playing without Bruno Fernando. That is important to note. The Rockets fans, we have a we have to come to a solution uh, with this season. The Rockets suck. They suck. They're not any good. They're just not. I mean, they played they played well tonight. Uh, they played terrible, I should say, in the first half. They played great in the third quarter and for half of the fourth quarter. Jalen Green, 11 of 20 tonight. How do you only get him with 20 shots tonight? You know? And Nelson says, Josh Christopher didn't look good, man. See, that's my problem with he literally played six minutes and he hasn't played in two weeks. Like, what do you want from him, Nelson? First of all, thank you for, for chiming in on the show tonight. It's always appreciated. Like, when you watch every single game like I do, and you watch this team, you can't come at me with a with a statement like Josh Christopher didn't look good. Like, what? He played six minutes, and he hasn't played in a week. I mean, what do you want from the guy? You know? He said he looked lost out there. Some of the worst turnovers I've ever seen. What? Josh Christopher, he had one turnover tonight. Are you kidding me? He had one turnover. And Nelson, I mean, look... No disrespect. I mean, but come on. Like, if you're going to bring criticism of Josh Christopher, I mean, I guess I get it. I mean, you're frustrated with the way he played. But LB makes a good point. Steven Silas sucks. Like, when you do the amount of shows that we do here at, at the Dream Take, and we do a show after every single game. I mean, that's why we're here. We're here to talk Rockets basketball. We give all of our listeners ample opportunity we're on a live show right now. You want to come on and talk Rockets basketball? You, Nelson, you want to defend that point about Josh Christopher? Hit that request to speak button. I'll literally bring you up right on stage. We can have a conversation about it. But the premise of this show, the premise of the last few shows that I've done, as I bring up a good friend of the show, Ryan, on stage, is the way I'm feeling tonight, the way I look at this team tonight, is Jalen Green is a stud. Steven Silas sucks. Fat Eric Gordon needs to go. That's where I'm at. Uh, hey, Mike. What's up, Ryan? Uh, dude, so I didn't even watch this game tonight, and I and I already know, and and I know, you, 
we're trying to avoid these discussions, but it might be time to have the discussions of get rid of Steven Silas. Flat, plain, and simple. Well, I mean, welcome to the party, pal, in the words of John McClane from the great Christmas movie of all time. Die Hard. I mean, yeah. you look at the game tonight, man, and I mean, I don't I, – I, I laugh because I don't know what else to say at this point to you guys. Like, I really don't. You know, the – We're in the same we're, – we're in the same boat with you. Well, I mean, we're all gonna, I mean the, you know. the thing is you look at – you look at the rotation tonight, right? If you're not going to play Josh Christopher, don't play Josh Christopher. Like, stick to your guns and don't play them. Don't put them out there for six minutes for, you know, and Nelson says Eric Gordon is not even trying on defense. I mean, yeah. I mean, he doesn't care. Yes. And Nelson, you know, ample analysis there. Like, Eric Gordon doesn't care because he's not playing for a winner. But the thing is, if you were to just tune the, turn the game on tonight and you hadn't watched a Rockets game all year and you see Josh Christopher play for six minutes, you would say, yeah, he looks lost. He, you know, he only he had what two shots tonight. Can't yo-yo these guys like that if you're if you're Silas. Either don't play them or make them a part of the rotation. And you're seeing it night in and night out, Ryan. And and, and you and you've talked, you but you've been on most of the shows. I would say well, in the last you know, couple of weeks. First of all, thank you for that. Second of all, you've you know you you admitted always. you don't you, you didn't watch the game tonight but you watch a decent amount of Rockets basketball. Eric Gordon is so bad for this Rockets team on so many different levels yep. that it's, it's, it's <laughs> incomprehensible to continue to play him. And when you continue to play him, you are doing such a disservice to this roster. Like making Jalen Green play with Eric Gordon is a disservice to Jalen Green. It is losing basketball when the Rockets play Eric Gordon. And it pisses. Eric Gordon should be playing. Should be playing garbage, garbage minutes. He shouldn't be playing for the Rockets. Period. End of story. I don't want to hear from anybody on, on you know, veteran leadership on this team. That's why you have Boban. Boban is fine. Dustin says KPJ isn't the right running mate for Jalen. I don't. I don't necessarily agree with that. I don't necessarily disagree with it either, if that makes sense. What's your thought on that, Ryan? KBD isn't the right running mate for Jalen. Um, I don't know. I mean, with the style, the, excuse me, with the style of play that um, that uh, Jalen is and KBJ is, they should be able to, you know, work together. You know, no problem. Um, I haven't seen. I still haven't seen what we needed to see from Kevin Porter Jr. I mean, what I, mean, I can't say because I haven't been watching the games. But what if, with the games I have watched, I mean, Jalen Green is still putting up more stats than Kevin Porter Jr. is. You know, I mean, this is Jalen. Well, I mean, you look at the stats this year. He's averaging nineteen points a game. A steal and a half a game. His turnovers are a little high. He's averaging nearly four turnovers a game. He's averaging six assists and six rebounds. KBJ ain't the problem. I mean, what I mean, people want to look at that at this team and they want to say KBJ is a problem. I don't agree with that at all. The, there's two problems on this team. 
Well, there's no, but there's is he the solution? Problems, I would say. Is he the, is, is he the, if he's not, not the problem, is he the solution, though? I think he's part of the solution. I think you need guys like Kevin Porter Jr., for lack of a better term, who have some balls. Like, he does. Like, I, I said it at the time, and people who have stuck with this show for years remember the night of Alex Caruso when I went off on Alex Caruso. I'm not going to do the same thing with Jose Alvarado. Jose Alvarado is a clown. That's what he is. He's a below-average NBA player that likes to get under people's skin. He's a try-hard guy, which is fine. But if you are going to give up the stats that you gave up to Jose Alvarado tonight, you deserve to lose. You do. And KPJ was pissed at the end because he was pissed at his antics, all right? You need guys like Kevin Porter Jr. You know, like this is a guy tonight who averages seven points a game in Jose Alvarado. You gave up 12 to him. You can't do that, man. You, you can't do that and win. Well, games. you know, sorry. It, you can't. You're not going to convince me, oh, Jose Alvarado is, is our great energy guy. You know, he, he's this. Okay, he might be that, but you, you don't give up what you gave up to him tonight. And KPJ. Yeah, but this team knows like that they have nothing to play for. The Rockets? Yeah. I don't agree with that. They don't have anything to prove? They're a bunch of. They're the youngest team in the league. You, they don't. You don't think they have anything to prove? That's where. That's where coaching comes into play. Okay. When the the you you cannot tell me that. Probably not, not, not the right word to use, but you. I mean, they know, they know they know they're not playing for you know a playoff spot by any means. So, and with the drama going on in Brooklyn, they're like, okay, I hear what you said. You know, the, the Rockets have. True or false, the Houston Rockets have the worst head coach in the NBA. I can't leave anyone else. <laughs> I, mean, I really can't. I know. I, I mean, mean, that's the thing. I mean, you look at the four worst teams in the league right now: Lakers, Rockets. The Rock, the the Lakers have Darvin Ham. I'd rather have Darvin Ham coaching my team than Stephen Silas. You look at the East. You got Detroit, who's got Dwayne Casey. Mm-hmm. The Hornets, who's their head coach? Give me a second. Steve Clifford. I mean, Steve Clifford's a clown. I mean, he's whatever. I mean, I'll call it a tie. How does that sound? I would say it's a tie between Steve Clifford and and, uh, and, uh, and Steven Silas. Nothing is going to change until they change the head coach. Devin says Jalen needs to demand the ball on offense. Dude, at this point, you're not wrong, Devin. I mean, I again... I would rather lose games by 20 points and not play Eric Gordon and let Jalen shoot 40 times a game. It can't, it can't get any worse. It can't get any worse, no, you man. Know, I'm gonna you know, like that's where we are. You know, sorry. You know, you guys want honest and truthful podcasting at its core. This is what it is. The Rockets suck. They are the worst team in the league. You know, like, I... I I can't stress it enough, dude. We we should have we should have landed Donovan Mitchell. That's all there is to it. Well, no ands buts about it. Well, I mean, you're not wrong, you know. And it goes back to look. I, I said it before, and I'll say it again. The fact is, you have a cheap ass owner who doesn't want to spend money on this roster because they can't contend. When they traded James Harden, they should have taken back Karis Levert and Jared Allen. They didn't want to pay him. And this 
Well, all that money's going to the Astros, and then, I mean, the Texans are garbage too. So well, no, that's I nothing mean, to do with the Astros. I mean, Tillman's not involved with the Astros. I'm just saying this is what happens when you have a cheap owner who doesn't want to invest in the roster. And the Rockets had a shot to win tonight. You, they did. They, You know what? They, they had the lead in the fourth quarter. They very easily could have won this game. They're learning how to win games. And unfortunately, you have to go through what you're going through right now when you don't know how to win as a team. They just don't know how to finish games yet. You know, that's part of the, the optimism. Okay, let's move to the optimism part of the show. That the Rockets okay. are a very, very young team. Jalen Green is a star. Jabari Smith is going to work his way into a a star role. I think you have a building block in Jabari Smith. I do. Dustin says. Dustin said Stone went to the Winbanyama versus Scoot game. No wonder Silas still has a job. Yeah, I mean, that's the only saving grace to this season is when Bonyuma or Scoot Henderson, if they don't end up with one of those two guys, I, I don't know what the Rockets fan base is going to do. I just, I don't know. Uh, uh, what, what kind of player is Scoot Henderson? I don't know much about him. He's a star. I mean, he's a, he's a, he's a point guard that is just a, he's a stud. You know, you look at, you look at this year, he's played, Two games thus far, 25 points a game, uh, four and a half rebounds, five and a half assists. I mean, he is a – think Ja Morant is Scoot Henderson. I Yeah, I mean, that's that's what you're getting with okay. Scoot. So, now if you get Scoot, what do you do with KPJ? Or, you know, you got to think about that, that player that's going to be, you know. He's going to be your sixth man, which is where he should be. I like I, I love, love Kevin Porter Jr. He's not a point guard. Sorry. Yeah. Off the bench, though. Huh? No, I mean, off the bench, I you know, I, I got to tell you, I mean, Deshaun Nix is useless. Again, like, I'm not a fan of sending Ty Ty Washington to the G League. I, I don't get that, you know. He's been killing it down there, too. Yeah, I mean, he had, he had a really solid first game. You look at what, you know, he's doing down there. Him playing down there doesn't make any sense. Like, I don't understand why. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and I'm not going to pretend to be the the end-all, be-all knowledge of all things basketball because I'm not. But I see the writing on the wall of this roster, of this team. The only thing that makes sense is they want to lose games. That's why they're playing Eric Gordon as much as they're playing him. That's why they're not. That's why they're not playing right, youth because, as much as humanly possible. Like, right with heart, with the drama going on in Brooklyn as well. Because you know who 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 knows if they're going to sit together with, you know, Kyrie possibly not playing anymore. Ben Simmons hasn't done shit. She's my language, and then yeah, and then uh, Katie. Well, and it's also it. yeah. It's it's also looking at the minutes alone, you know, like Tari Eason was a plus six tonight when he was on the court. Why is he only playing twenty one minutes tonight? Yeah, I agree. Like, I agree. Tari Eason has all rookie NBA first team written all over him when you watch him play. He does. 
Yep. It, it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't take a you know a, a, a perfect score on your SAT to figure out that Tari Eason is a player. When he's on the court, really, really good things happen for this Rockets team. And and, and LB makes a, a good point in the chat that OKC's five and seven this year. You know, yeah. The you you look at, at the the guys that they have. You know, this Pujachevsky guy who's averaging nine points a game for them. Trey Mann's averaging twelve points. Lou Dort is averaging 13. Shea Gillis-Alexander is going out of his freaking mind this year. You know, 31 points a game. Who was their, over, their first overall pick last year? Uh, Josh, isn't he hurt right Josh now? Josh Giddy. Giddy, isn't he hurt? I think so, yeah. He's averaging 14 points a game. N- Nelson yeah, says yeah, they want to showcase Gordon for a first-round pick, which is going to end up useless from a contender and who's going to want fat Eric Gordon at this point. It's truthful. They could not have fumbled this Eric Gordon situation any worse than they have. You know, um, I, I, if if Eric Gordon is so funny, still on this, if he's still on this roster coming to deadline, um, I'm going to be pretty pissed off to say the least because it just doesn't make sense. He doesn't belong here. He doesn't fit in with this. With this uh, situation that, that the team is in right now, the direction they're going in is if, if he's still here. Well, if you're listening to this show, right, and there it's tonight, tomorrow, and the days ahead, the only way that this front office will get the picture of the fans being pissed off, don't go to the games. So, like, when you go to the games, you're supporting the product that this team is putting out there. And yes, do the, do the guys deserve to play in front of fans? Yes. Am I actually saying don't go to the games? No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying it in jest. You know what I'm trying to say? Like you have, you, you have to like show some sort of being pissed off to this front office. That's what I'm going to say. You have any final thoughts, Ryan, before we wrap the show, my man? Um, man, I just, uh, I hope this, um, I hope, I hope the front office, you know, will sooner rather than later realize that, you know, this team isn't going to move up the spectrum until they start making some changes, whether it's coaching or something as far as players or, or whatever, dude. I mean, um, it's, it's tough. It's hard to watch. I, 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 I still can't watch. I'm just, it's hard, dude. It's depressing. And I hate being depressed because my team sucks. So. <laughs> well, don't let it ruin your day, my man. We'll talk soon. <laughs> of course. Thank you. Thanks, brother. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of SB Nations, the Dream Shakes, the Dream Take podcast. Thank y'all so much, uh, for joining us here on Spotify Live. We will be back live with you. On Monday, the Rockets uh, take on the Los Angeles Clippers inside of Toyota Center. Boy, that ought to be fun. (laughs) If you're on Twitter, make sure to follow Dream Take at the Dream Take. You can follow me on Twitter at MikeBrown underscore 2020. Uh, You can follow my co-pilot, Jeremy Brenner, at Jeremy Brenner. Follow the mothership of the Dream Take, the Dream Shake, at Dream Shake SBN. If you're on Facebook, search The Dream Shake. 
Uh, give us a like there. Finally, head on over to thedreamshake.com for all things Houston Rockets all the time. Once again, your unhappy final from New Orleans this evening. Rockets lose 119 to 106 to drop their record to 2 and 11 on the 2022-2023 regular season. We'll talk with you on Monday night. And until next time, Rockets fans, go Rockets.